So what do you do with the pens? Uh, so you keep it on the table uh-huh. and then four Two people pens. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then everyone pushes it in and then we start flicking the pen and hitting and trying to get it out of the table. Okay. So essentially... So how is course kept? Whoever stays, uh, you know, whoever is remaining, the last man standing wins. Okay. So I have that big pen without uh, any... Okay. Which does not move. So basically it's cheating. It's like a MMA fight, you know, heavyweight fight. No, what we used to do in school around like 4th, 5th was like the fielding side you could set your field. So mm. you had 11 fielders and uh, the batsman like from the batting end had to slide the pen. So mm. if it intersected and if it hit the fielder then it's out. So you have to basically strike it clean and get it as far forward as possible. And things we used to do before the internet. Yeah. I mean the easiest was book cricket. Book cricket, yes. Yeah, and my textbook were a mess because it is turned from one end. So, anyway, I think that's a good intro for our podcast. <laughs> oh, you're recording already. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. This <tip>. is gold. <laughs> so, uh, welcome, Vibe the Injury Type. <laughs> Thanks. The ISL edition of it. Yeah, uh, not about been, cricket. Not about cricket, no. That's just the time pass while the coffee good, was Good, good. Yeah. Withdrawal symptoms from playing cricket right now. So, anyway, let's uh, focus, <laughs> focus on football now. Yes. So, the hero of Indian Super League is now in the final stages. Yeah. First leg of the semi finals already over. Yeah. Uh, First game, so let's go with the first game, Goa versus Chennai. Uh, did you expect it to be so one-sided? I sort of did, because I have been saying for a while on this podcast as well that Chennai are the danger team right now. I think they are the champions-elect. It's uh, a title for theirs to lose, because they are really playing extremely well. Um, yes, Goa maybe wouldn't have expected to lose this heavily, but Chennai have a habit of doing this. If you've seen ISL playoffs in the past as well in Chennai, they tend to start quickly off the blocks and they're very, very good at home. So with, with that form behind them, I knew that a lopsided scoreline was possible. Crucial away goal won by Goa though at the end and Chennai might live to regret it because I thought that a more fair reflection of how that match went would have been a 7-0 or an 8-0. Well, you think that uh, one goal is going to make a difference because it's still a mountain to climb? It is, but it's not beyond Goa you would think to maybe win 3-0. Actually, make it maybe 4-1 because <laughs> now they are almost definitely going to concede something, aren't they? So, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. It's definitely skewed, I would say, 75-25 in Chennai's favour. Now, uh, obviously, they missed uh, Hugo Bomu and yeah. uh, Massive Brandon. misses, yeah. Bomu was 10 goals, 11 assists or the other way around. I don't remember yeah, which one it was. But uh, that's some serious returns for a midfielder. Probably the best player who's sort of been under the radar this season, do you think? Yeah, I think he's always shown glimpses of being very good for Goa. But it's always been probably about his temperament, whether he's you know fully tuned in or something. But this season he's looked focused. So maybe there's been some sort of a chat at the higher management level. Maybe he has some comfort which wasn't there in previous seasons. But he's well, his contract is running down. Absolutely. Yeah. But he's, he's just looked uh, exquisite and he's made it look quite simple. And he's eased the pressure off to a great extent from someone like Koro. Because he knows that Boomer is around and you know, he will take mm. care of scoring or coming up with chances. So that's made the huge difference for them. That's a huge reason why they were the league stage champions. But yeah, missing him was a p- pretty big blow. And also Brandon, because Brandon has been such a consistent performer from them. Uh, especially with his deliveries. That's something that they missed. Uh, 
So looks like both of them are back in training, and yeah. uh, Edubedi is also back yeah. uh, from he his has some personal, personal issues. Issue, yeah. So it looks like they'll all be back. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's still a huge. It's just a huge task for them. I mean, the first thing they have to try and ensure is not concede, which yeah. looks difficult because at the end of the day, Chennai is not going to sit back. They, yeah. They know that this one match goal is going to be last. Yes, and I don't think. Uh, I mean, from what we've seen from Owen Coyle. He's not the kind of coach he encourages team to park the bus and play negative football or anything. They will play free flowing. They will look to attack. It will be very interesting to see what kind of you know squads both select uh, because we uh, you must remember 2016 I think uh, when ATK played a semi final in Mumbai City hmm. and Jose Molina basically swapped half his team because they were way ahead on the tie hmm. um, ahead of the final. So in the second leg he pretty much switched. In six or seven changes, mm-hmm. and it was a gamble which was a very risky one because uh, Mumbai City I think came close, mathematically just lost out by one goal, or I think it was a goalless draw. Mm-hmm. So he got away with that gamble, but I don't think Owen Coyle is the kind of coach who will do that. I don't think he'll rest his big guns because also there's a lot of time between yeah, now week. and the final. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they haven't played that much also. Absolutely. So, uh, and I think at that time in 2016 they were playing every other day. Yeah, it was it's three days gap and then the final in three days. Yeah. So it was a very calculated, very uh, gutsy gamble, and yeah, it paid off because they were champions that season. <laughs> and uh, Owen Coyle, we keep talking about him. Yeah. What has he done? I think he's just. Set a lot of the players free, and it's probably more to do with the kind of environment that he's helped create in the dressing room. I mean, John Gregory obviously won a championship with virtually the same players, um, but somewhere along the line, maybe that uh, motivation was lost. Somewhere along the line, his uh, intensity and his ability to innovate was lost. So that is something which has changed with the coach. And I think what Kyle has essentially done is just. Told the guys to go out and express themselves a bit better. I think the foreigners have uh, responded really well to his coaching. They have clearly taken up a lot more of the responsibility since uh, he's moved. And one key player who's really impressed uh, in the recent weeks has been Changte. Yeah, I think the change in Changte is visible. Yeah, he's, he's always been a workhorse, but he's just sort of blended that with a little bit of good finishing and always got that threatening ability that goal he scored was super hmm. in the semi final so that just summed up the improvement levels in chanko and it's also interesting like you said uh, what a small change not, not a small change like hmm. the coach coming in the refreshment of the squad like there's something to that and then suddenly you see tapa is playing well played at the right position yeah. with the right people next yeah. to him yeah. so that he can do his thing vance ball vance ball who's gotten a call up for the national yeah. camp Thanks. I am going to take credit for that. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so all these kind of things, like minute changes, that actually make a big difference in a football team. Absolutely. Just those little tweaks and just giving players confidence and telling them that yes, you are capable of doing much better than what you're doing. Which is what they've literally done. I mean, they've gone on a run. They, I think, only had two defeats since Coyle came in. Hmm. And especially towards the end of the season, they were just magnificent. Like yeah. Barring that nil-nil draw at home against Bengaluru, they hmm. I think won everything. So yeah. And I think they had a well, draw right at yeah. the end. Yeah, but by then they'd already be qualified. So, so um, if the first one was an open-ended, unbelievably entertaining game, the second one is a game the that. Game. But that's but, the one. But I, you, you watched it. But then. yeah, I like and I like defensive games. Yeah. I like the fact so that. Tell me how it went and what what you thought about the game because I heard Anirudh's version, so I want to. Yeah. So uh, essentially, 
BFC set up not to concede, which yeah. I think was very very smart because had they conceded an away goal, it would have yeah. been very difficult. Yeah. Uh, they nicked one goal in the end, which sort of came out of let's say their uh, set piece ability to keep the set piece going. They had to one corner, one mm. another corner, mm. kept it alive. Mm. They had to throw in before that. Mm. They, they were essentially just putting the pressure on, and ATK just didn't have yeah. enough to yeah, yeah. deal with it. But uh, one thing I have to say is. ATK had one shot on target, so that shows mm. how good a defensive performance this was from BFC. Yeah, but it'll be a new game in Kolkata, so sure, I, yeah. I would still back ATK to come away with this. Yes, BFC have done the basics right; mm. they've done exactly what they needed to do at uh, the home game. And it's kind of ironic that the only goal was scored through a goalkeeping error. I mean, Arunab should never. He should have caught it. Yeah, hundred percent. So, it, it was also in a strange way. Uh, it showed how BFC is adaptable. Yeah. Because the, if you look at the substitutions, it was only attacking substitutions. Mm. So he had the team, the players in the team who was already playing to switch back. So Suresh started on the right wing. Yeah. Ended up at the right back. Did a yeah. phenomenal job against Susai. And I spoke to him later, and he he was talking about learning and growing. And mm-hmm. Carlos mm-hmm. likes Suresh because yeah. you know if you tell him to do something, he's going and to do it. We've seen that in all his appearances that he's always you know putting in a hundred percent. Absolutely, and he can he's someone who the coaches love yeah. because you tell him to he's do something, to go through a brick wall. For yeah, them. absolutely. So he he was telling me how Marcelino knew he fouled him for a penalty, so he knew he shouldn't touch Susai. So he kept showing him to the outside, onto his left foot, and forcing him to run in and then taking the ball off him. Mm-hmm. So there were so many things that came there, and you could see moving pieces here and there. They lost Seran, but they mm-hmm. still managed to mm-hmm. uh, stick with the back four. So it was basically a very well managed game. Very well managed from BFC's mm-hmm. point of view. But having said that, there are going to be some big surprises in the team selection. Anyway, it'll be interesting. Yeah. So, uh, essentially, if you're BFC, what is it that you have in your mind right now going into the second leg? You want to keep it tight to begin with, and you want to nick a goal. That's about it. I think they will. If they manage to get one goal, that's then they have they'll, to just shut shop. They'll have to take Sunil off uh, around 60-70 minutes because yeah. he's not 100%. Mm. And they have already lost a lot of players. Mm. issue won't be there, so that's yeah. going to be an issue. Who's going yeah. to play on the left back? Yeah. Uh, so. That issue, as much as I make fun of him in this podcast, oh, he's, he's, he's done well this year. Yeah. yeah, he's probably been one of the best players. Yeah, so they'll have to figure out ways to navigate all that. So yeah. it's it's going to be interesting, uh, definitely. And on ATKs and I, ATK, I think were it happened in all three games against BFC. I think they set up with the back five in the first like in ATK in the league in Kolkata. Yeah. yeah, but they had a back five and it was just one attack. Hmm. And here in the second leg, it was two-two, but again it was all youngsters, so you couldn't really say. Yeah. ATK has a big problem against team uh, teams that defend deep. Yeah, because they themselves are a bit like that. So yeah, they want to counter attack, yeah. and the other team is letting you keep the ball. Yeah. Then suddenly you, it's a little. You know. So um, that's why it will be an intriguing second semi-final. In the yeah. sense, I like I said, I still think ATK would be shaded to you know. Uh, Get across. The I line. think so too at home. But yeah. it's a difficult one for them for the simple reason that they have this one zero against them and they can't afford to concede early. If they do yeah. that, then you know all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Uh, Abbas will suddenly you know need to incorporate a lot more resources than he would otherwise have planned for. So it's it's going to be a kg tactical battle again. And yeah, I mean, maybe just the edge to ATK. I won't be surprised if actually this one goes to penalty. Yeah, I think so too. But uh, yeah, maybe I would also say ATK has a slight edge. Mm. But 
I really like that strong defensive performance. It's like waves crashing onto a rock. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So uh, from that point, contrast to uh, Goa Chennai. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I you everyone likes goals. Yesterday, someone was saying unpopular opinion, and I was saying this on Twitter saying, yeah. I like defensive performance. Maybe it's from no, being a Chelsea fan. We defended our way to the title, Champions League. So. That you were like going to dip into your own career, and no, I I was right back. Yeah, even so. I have played mostly defense and you know central midfield. So yeah. I I also enjoy when teams defend well. Yeah, a hard earned you know one nil victory or something. Uh, yeah, and BFC have the players like they have Eric who is going to sit there. They have uh, Suresh. They have the two. The Yonan yeah. is a very underrated defender. Right? Oh, not many people. Good, yeah. yeah, not many people talk about how good he actually mm-hmm. is. And so they are set up, and their wings, wingers also yeah. tuck in. In Anirudh, then my uh, team of the season, he is definitely one of the centre backs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's no other option. Yeah. He has to be there. Now, I think since the matches are all done, yeah, and we have, do you believe uh, whatever is going to happen will happen? We'll come into that next week. Some transfer news. Yeah. Uh, Mumbai City has apparently signed Mehtab Singh from East Bengal. Yeah, it's a good signing, I think. I don't know where who's going to be the coach, what style of play, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Purba Lachepa from the yeah from Real Kashmir. Yeah. I hope I pronounced it. Used to be in Shillong Lachong, yeah, Lachepa. Yeah, and uh, Mohammad Rakib, which is the most interesting thing for me, <laughs> because how the yeah, hell season? How the hell does Kerala let him go? Yeah, I mean I just don't get it. He's uh, Jessel is on the other side, and you have this guy on this side. Hmm. You would assume this is the future, but then. As you've written yourself, Kerala Blasters is possibly going in for Nishu. Yeah, but he's a left back. That's true. And uh, more importantly, Nishu is going to come at a. I, I think uh, this is completely from the ether of rumours. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah, I keep uh, telling my colleagues as well that at ESPN we should we anyway have a transfer talk for international football. We should have one for Indian football and just float in names. It doesn't matter. Just see sources. Yeah, just see sources. Nobody cares. So <laughs> at least it keeps the you know rumor mills going, and maybe yeah. some of the teams will also take notice. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Can start something there. So like Nishu, I think is going for a excess of a crore, and this guy could have been held back for like eighty-five lakhs or something. Yeah, ninety lakhs. It's anyway a hell of a lot of money. Either way. Yeah, either way it's a lot of money, but you are getting someone who's younger. By five six years, mm. as to as opposed to mm. Nishu, mm. who is anyway running uh, the end of his contract. Mm-hmm. But uh, KBFC is also uh, trying signing Tiri, from what I understand. That's a good signing actually. Yeah, they need some solidity in defence. Yeah, they're signing Prabhushan also from BFC. Mm. Again, mm. Uh, not completely unconfirmed, mm. but sort of. ATK mm. uh, Mohan Bagan has signed Manveer Singh from Goa. This is a very strange move. I mean, because we also don't know what the new team lineup is going to look like. How many of them will be from ATK? How many from Bagan? So, I guess we have to give it some time to. Uh, and it might be uh, necessitated because Manveer isn't getting enough playing time as well. I mean, he he started off a lot of the games to begin with, but I don't think we've seen him start so many games of late. So another one of the rumors is Eric. Everybody feels like Eric is leaving. Eric uh-huh. is at this end of his contract. This Eric Parthal, I'm yeah, saying, yeah. at the end of his contract here this year. But I, I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, you would know. You are the president and probably the sole member of the Eric Patelu fan club. I can't be the sole member. I mean, I will <laughs> no, take up the mantle people, of the yeah. president. Of You're the Eric co-founder. Yes, yeah, or the founder. Founder, founder. I told uh, the club also. 
like I love Eric and uh, this is my man love for Eric has been ruining the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so that is essentially uh, some of the rumors. Yeah. Any particular moves that you will be interested in seeing? I would be very interested to see Chetri move out of BFC. That would be an interesting one. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, but it's not likely to happen because I mean, at the end, fag end of his career, I don't think he'll want a new challenge. I mean, maybe if this had happened five or six years back, he might have thought about it. Besides, he's quite comfortable in Bangalore. Yeah, he's bought a and house. His family is here. Yeah, the point I was coming yeah. to is that the club might need a little, you know, refreshment. So they might need a slightly fresh approach to build their team around somebody younger. This is interesting. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, this is interesting for me because yeah. I was just looking at the club, yeah. the history of the club. Yeah. This is a team that has always taken. Uh, the staff is a very loud one, by the way, at this barista. So yeah, Sandeep is slightly distracted, but I'm sure we can. Annoyed is probably the better word. They are arguing for no reason. So one of the interesting thing about BFC and something that I was wondering: yeah. so if BFC win the ISL, this season is still a failure because they didn't qualify for the group stage in Asia. And having said that, the only way they can redeem themselves is by winning the ISL. And now it's like a catch twenty-two, right? Yeah. And it's a tall order because they have to first beat ATK, which is a tough game, yeah. and then probably beat Chennai or Goa, probably Chennai, which is again not an easy game. Yeah, but it's not impossible. I mean, no, 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 yeah. absolutely not. They've so, given themselves a chance. Sure, like they have, and sometimes you can argue that they were uh, unlucky as well. And playoff football is all about this. I mean, yes, absolutely. But this. Uh, it's what they fell on the wrong side of two years ago, and it's what they got right last year. So they have an experience of both. So absolutely, but I would think. Yeah. And I was at the press conference after the game. The ATK game. The, the ATK yeah. game, and uh, Carles specifically, his words were, "I feel like the players are playing for me, not mm-hmm. just for the club, for mm-hmm. me." Mm-hmm. And I, th- I just can't shake off this feeling that he is sending a message yeah. that they like playing for me. Yeah. Because his job is a little dicey. Yeah. I, I mean, I never advocate for anybody losing their job. And I yeah. think he's done a fine job since he's come here as well. Correct. But uh, when you speak of refreshing the squad, yeah. I feel like there is something there. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's the coach or the coach letting go of some senior players. Like, Cabra has been very important, but he's not getting any younger. You have to move into the next crop. Yeah. Like, experiment, does he get another year? You don't know. Are uh, they suitably impressed with him? I think the biggest positive to come from this year is Suresh. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt. So beyond that, they'll have to look at uh, like, is Dimas going to stay for another year? I hear it's very good tactically, so maybe he'll take up a coaching role in the future or something. Mm-hmm. So how old would he be? I think he's 37. Yeah, 38 so or something. I think it's more of a question of age because if you yeah. don't have the miles on your legs, then there's no point in. But he's still running around a lot. No, fair enough. Yeah. But uh, I mean. Anything beyond 35 is a little dicey. I mean, yeah. I, I would say anything beyond 30, but for foreigners, maybe you can relax it by five years. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Indians also is relaxed by five years, which we just don't know about. <laughs> so I, I think that's about it for our Indian uh, Super League side of the podcast. Thank you for your time, Debayan. Uh, we apologize for this uh, conundrum that we are facing right now. Thank Clearly, you something's that. gone batshit crazy. Yeah, we went and came back, so obviously. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, thank you so much, Devayan. Uh, people listening to this podcast, uh, please listen, continue to listen to us in whatever platforms that you're listening to us. Yeah. And uh, till the next week where we come back with the semi-final results and the build-up for the final, just enjoy the game.